because Jesus is who he says he is. I can trust him to be a healer because he heals my body. I can trust him to be a way maker because he made a way for me in school. I can trust him to be a provider because he provided food and resources for me when I couldn't do so myself. I can trust him with everything. morning and god bless you saints welcome back to another episode of create with kendra a place where you can be inspired challenged and changed welcome to episode 98 y'all we are just a few short weeks away from episode 100 in which we are going to have a huge celebration for can you believe we are almost to 100 episodes that's nuts um, I'm so excited um, to reach that um, celebratory milestone with you all in just a few short weeks. So everyone, y'all stay tuned for that, okay? Um, every single week, we acknowledge a black creative entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for doing what they do absolutely best. This week is no different. We are going to put our highlight on Mrs. Imani Brown. Imani is the author of her first book, There's Something in Me. This book is about teaching children of God um, about what it means to be ostracized, to be different, to lack joy, and find out that living for Jesus is all that you need, and living for Jesus will make all the difference in your life. So for more information on this wonderful children's book, head on over to Amazon and get your copy today. All right, Imani. So, y'all, I hope everyone's resurrection weekend was great. Beautiful, just like mine. Um, as Christians, we have the opportunity to celebrate the resurrection more than just in springtime. But we have the opportunity to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ all year round. So um, if that's you and you are still on a high like I am about celebrating Jesus and his resurrection, y'all just stay there. Okay, don't come down. Just stay there. And I will be sharing a bit of my um, resurrection weekend with you all um, during this episode. So we just going to jump into it today, y'all. Y'all seen the title? of this episode um for the past couple of weeks if you have noticed i have not been putting out any new episodes and the reason why i haven't been putting out any episodes for the past two weeks is because um during that time i got covid yeah i got covid and i want to tell y'all about my experience um being sick with this virus that has plagued the world, that has taken many lives, that's changed everybody's normal to a new normal. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I got the, I got the bug y'all a couple of weeks ago and I started feeling sick. Um, it was, it was a, it was a Monday. I, I, I slept in and I, would, I just felt so tired 
I'm like, why am I so tired? And when I got up, you know, to get to work and everything, I noticed that I had this piercing headache and my body was aching and my throat was sore. And I'm like, okay, like I, I, I didn't really know what was going on. Um, so I went to the store and I got, you know, some, some little cold remedies, but it wasn't doing it for me. It wasn't doing it for me at all. And I, and I felt myself getting worse day after day after day. And so I decided to go and get tested because why not? Right. Um, I don't want, I didn't want to come in contact with anyone and end up spreading the virus or anything. So I'm like, I'm gonna go get tested. And, um, I went and got tested and unfortunately it came back positive. And it was the worst time possible to get COVID because that was Malik's birthday weekend. And I had all these wonderful plans to celebrate his, his 25th, but I had to cancel him because I, I couldn't move. I couldn't move. I, I couldn't eat. I couldn't do anything. And, um, so we just kind of kept his birthday celebration, uh, to a minimum in our home. Um, we had a good time and everything, but I just felt myself getting worse. And when I got my test results back that I had COVID, um, I didn't believe it. I was like, uh-uh, this just feels like a really bad cold. Like I ain't got no COVID. So, um, I, the test that I got was some from, from Kaiser and I have like a couple of at home tests as well. So I took like two more tests and they came back positive and I was like, okay, well, let me not be in denial about all three of these positive tests. So, um, immediately I went into isolation. I stayed in our bedroom. Malik came out to the living room and, you know, which became his quarters and everything. And I was in that room for, at this point, I just lost track of the days and I was so sick and I was so weak and I couldn't do much. Even like the thought of like working cause I work from home. Like looking at my laptop, looking at any screen, any TV, like it was just so draining. And only thing I did was sleep, sleep and ache and pain. Um, it was awful. And to on, on top of that, we had just started the new quarter for school. This is my last quarter in grad school. And so <clears throat> I'm having issues with that, you know, I was having issues with that. Um, UCLA is back on campus. Everyone is back on campus. There are butts in seats. And I'm like, you know what? I, one, I can't be there. I've, y'all, y'all know the story. Um, can't be there. I live in Sacramento. It's about 336 miles away. Um, and on top of that, I have COVID. I don't want to risk spreading it or getting it again, being in these small classroom settings. So I had been emailing um, my professors to see who was willing to work with me. You know what I'm saying? Can I do virtual, trying to find online classes? And I kept getting rejection after rejection 
after rejection after rejection. And so I'm in week three of a 10 week quarter. Um, and I'm like, you know what, uh, God, what's going on? (laughs) I can't get any classes. The weeks are flying by. If I don't get any classes, I'm going to be dropped and I won't be able to graduate. And so I just felt being isolated and then having the stress of being sick, having the stress of trying to go to work, go to school. If I told you that I didn't have anxiety and I was battling worry, that wouldn't be the truth. I was, in fact, so anxious. I was, in fact, so worried, couldn't sleep. I'm sick. I can't go anywhere. Try not to get my husband sick. I have to still go to work, still have to go to school, but I have no strength. None. But let me tell you this. Even in my anxiety, even in my worry, even in my, okay, what is going on? God was working on my behalf. He really was. And let me tell you how God came through for me. So when it comes to school, um, I ended up finding two online classes, but I needed a third one. Um, one of my colleagues, shout out to Alexis. She, um, I was, I was on the phone with her and I was telling her about my situation and that I wanted to take on one of the classes that she's in, but the professor denied my request, um, to, to be virtual. This woman went to class that following Thursday, spoke to the professor and advocated for my, for, on my behalf and convinced the professor to allow me to join the class virtually. I don't know. (laughs) I could not believe that after three weeks of searching for classes, as the quarter is progressing, that God allowed someone to advocate on my behalf when I couldn't do it myself. And I praise God because she didn't have to do that. My issues are not her issues. My dilemmas and problems are not her dilemmas nor her problems. But God used her to complete the task that needs to be completed. Not only that, but me being sick, God protected my husband from catching the virus. He had not one symptom, wasn't sick, wasn't coughing, wasn't aching, wasn't nothing. He was testing frequently, didn't have an inch of the virus. And even like my symptoms, when I think about the symptoms that I had, God spared me from having the worst of the worst. I've heard stories where people um, said that they couldn't breathe, that they lost their taste, that they lost their smell, 
And even when they recover, they still don't have taste. They still don't have smell. But God kept me from the worst of the worst symptoms. And not only that, when I couldn't get up, there was a there was a program that, that called my phone um, after, I think it may have been like Leans with Kaiser or something, or from the county. They sent me groceries. Like, I'm, I'm not talking about orange juice in, in, um, in oatmeal. I'm talking about fruits, vegetables, meats, rice, cereal, milk, orange. I mean, just like groceries on groceries on groceries. And I, they still sit in stuff. But the thing about this entire story is that God let me live. God let me live. Everyone knows somebody who knows somebody or have heard on the news of people getting the virus and not making it. People going into the hospital and not coming out. But God let me live. And after being in the house for so long, when I started to get better and feel better and I was consulting with my doctors when I was able to actually come out of um, isolation and when they gave me the date that I can come out of isolation, it was actually on Good Friday. Um, I wasn't contagious anymore. My symptoms um, were were going away. I was feeling better. <clears throat> and... I remember taking a walk on Good Friday and I walked my neighborhood and the sun was shining and the sky was clear and the birds were chirping and the <laughs> and, and butterfly I promise you it, it was it was like a Disney storybook it was such a beautiful day and all I could say was thank you Jesus and that evening, um, I went out to a, a a service, a worship service. And the only thing I could do was cry. The only thing I could do was cry because I was so grateful. I don't I don't remember a time to where I was like extra super grateful to be in church. <laughs> um but I was so grateful to be in church, so grateful that God let me live, so grateful that he healed my body. And I just wept in gratitude and in worship because God really came through and God was really showing up for me in a time where I, y'all, I promise you, I've been saved for a long time, but then them, them, them weeks I just was like, Lord, what's going on? <laughs> Why is this happening? And I was, I felt so helpless and limited because I couldn't do what I needed to do for myself. But God was there every step of the way. I went to church on Easter Sunday and 
the 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 title of the message was the report hasn't changed and i'm not going to preach this message but i do want to share with you all something that really just took me out <laughs> When the preacher said this, and he came from Matthew 28, verse 6. And it reads, um, and I got this from the um, New King James Version. Matthew 28, verse 6 says, He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay. In context, Mary went to the tomb. Three days later, after the crucifixion of Jesus. But when she got there, the stone was rolled away. Mary was, I, I, could, I couldn't even imagine how shocked she was when she did not find her Lord's body in that tomb. But I'm going to read it again. It said, he is not here, for he has risen as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay. When I see this scripture, we notice in the scripture that Jesus, at this point, has defeated death, hell, and the grave because he got up. Because he said he was. That he was going to destroy this temple, his body, and in three days he was going to raise it up. That's what the Lord said. And that's what he did. And The preacher said something, and I was just so in awe. He said, Jesus is who he says he is. The fact that he said that he was going to sacrifice his life and that he was going to get up three days later, he did what he said he was going to do. Jesus is who he says he is. And because of that, we can trust him with everything. Because Jesus is who he says he is. I can trust him to be a healer because he heals my body. I can trust him to be a way maker because he made a way for me in school. I can trust him to be a provider because he provided food and resources for me when I couldn't do so myself. I can trust him with everything. Because Jesus is who he says he is. And I want to encourage someone. It doesn't matter how ugly life may get for you. Your anxiety, your worry, your doubt, 
Whatever it is can keep you up at night. But if God said he was going to heal you, he going to heal you. If God said he's going to complete the work in you, he's going to complete the work. If God said he was going to make a way and provide, even though you have a deadline and you're looking at your watch and you're looking at your calendar, he's going to come through 100%. Why? Because Jesus is who he says he is. And because of it, we can trust him with everything. I have been saved. I have been a believer for many years. And still today, God is blowing my mind. I couldn't believe that he kept me the way that he did. I couldn't believe that being in a house, like our apartment is small and Malik didn't get not one symptom. He wasn't sick at all. That wasn't by happenstance. That was the blood of Jesus that covered both of us. Jesus is who he says he is, y'all. A hundred percent. Even when we lose sight of it. Even when we don't see him working. I promise you I couldn't sleep. I'm like, they about to kick me out of school. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to miss the whole quarter because ain't nobody going to let me in. I can't afford to fly out to L.A. two, three times a week. I can't, I can't do it. But I know him as a provider because he continues to provide for me. And the work that he started in me, he is going to complete. And so I praise God and I thank him. And I'm not on here just just to just to tell you my business. <laughs> but I want y'all to really look at what the Lord has done. Look at what the Lord has done. And if it's you and you have a problem or if you have a situation that you think is impossible. God is the only God that is able and capable of the impossible. Buddha, Muhammad, Confucius, or Confu- whatever the name is, the, the universe, the trees, the grass, whatever other pe- things people worship, your money, your status can't deliver you like God can. I'm a living witness. Because I'm going to remind you, God let me live. <laughs> I remember talking to um, another believer. We went out to lunch and I asked her, I said, what are you most grateful for to God? And she told me, that God let me live. And I was like, okay, I feel that. But y'all, that testimony didn't hit until I got COVID. And until I got over it, I said, wow, God really let me live. Whew. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to encourage somebody today that even when you feel that you are at your very end, when you feel like 
life is slipping through your fingers. There's a God that specializes in the impossible. There is a God that specializes in the supernatural. There is a God that is faithful because everything that he says he's going to do, he has done. There has never been a time in God's miracle work in history to where he has ever dropped the ball. There has never been a time in God's miracle work in history to where he fumbled and said, oops, I I, I forgot to do that. I forgot to do this. No, 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 no. That's not the God we serve. He is more than able. More than able. And as a believer, and as someone, I told y'all I've been saved for a long time, but I choose again today to trust God even the more. Because he keeps proving himself to me. And I encourage you to do the same thing. Whatever it is that's going on in your life or in the lives of your loved ones, trust God to do it. Because we can't. Trust God to do it. All right, y'all, that is the word for the week. I hope someone was encouraged. I hope that someone was reminded of who we serve. Because Jesus just ain't anybody. He's sovereign. He's Lord of all. He's all-powerful, all-knowing, and he cares about his children. So let's go into prayer. Father God, we thank you so much for who you are, your character, your kindness, your mercy, your everlasting love, the fact that you care for your children. God, we thank you. God, we thank you so much for keeping us, for providing for us, for making ways for us. God, I thank you so much for healing my body. I can't thank you enough and I'll never stop thanking you. I can't stop thanking you for making ways for me and for my brothers and sisters in Christ. You're so worthy of praise. You're so worthy of glory. You're so worthy of honor. God, I pray that through this testimony, someone is encouraged. I pray that through this testimony, someone dares to believe you just a little bit more. God, we rebuke the devourer on every hand in the name of Jesus from discouraging your saints from trusting you, from discouraging your saints from believing and holding on to your unchanging hand. You're the one that's not wavering. You're the one that's steadfast. You are the one that is faithful. And I pray that you strengthen our faith in you. Allow us to walk in you. God, I pray that you continue to keep us, keep us safe from danger seen and unseen. And we'll forever give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Until next week. Y'all stay tuned for episode 100. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. And share this um, testimony with somebody who you know that needs to be encouraged. Um until next week, beautiful people, be blessed.